Welcome to Choir Talks. The last couple of weeks, you and I, if you follow me, are, we're reading through John chapter 17, the, the prayer of Jesus over believers, including us. Uh, go back and listen to those if you get a chance. I love that scripture. This week, uh, for whatever reason, I was led to begin to read Colossians in my quiet time. And as I was reading, I came across one of my favorite phrases in the Bible. And it all of a sudden just just fireworks went off in my head as I felt connections back to what Jesus said in John chapter 17 and the phrase that I'm about to read to you. And uh, so I just wanted to describe the way those things connect to me and made sense uh, and a deeper meaning for this scripture to me. This is Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. It says, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery. And here it is, which is, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. I love that phrase. And I want to understand it well. It's just, I don't know, it's just an amazing scripture passage right there. Christ in you, the hope of glory. I won't give you a whole lot of context here. I could spend a whole lot of time walking through the first chapter of of. Colossians with you, but quickly the context is he talks about the um, the greatness of, of Christ, the supremacy of Christ, my Bible says, um, that he is above all things. So you got Christ, and then he talks about you, or the, the people that he's talking to, the people in the church at Colossian, at Colossae, which were uh, Gentile believers. And so uh, he puts those together in this phrase, this is Christ in you, the hope of glory, uh, as he tells them um, that he is working on their behalf so that they can understand this great, great mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So the way I've always seen that verse is I've just seen it from a very um, person-centric, uh, egocentric perspective, I guess. I've always, uh, I understand Christ in you to really be talking about the Holy Spirit, which um, a- after uh Christ was uh, ascended, came to reside in the church and in the individuals in the church. Paul, the writer of Colossians, writes many letters where he talks about this this Holy Spirit that is in us. Uh, for instance, in Ephesians, where he talk, says that, that God has put within us as believers uh, the Holy Spirit, who is a seal to uh, assure us of our promised inheritance, which is a closely related passage to this, Christ in you the hope of glory. And um, so I've always seen this as um, the Holy Spirit within us, which assures us of one day experiencing the glory of Christ in heaven in our final ultimate state with him. And I, I still believe that's true. But all of a sudden, as I've been reading John 17, I began to think that perhaps there's also a, a, a an expanded understanding of this glory that it's so that it's not just about me and my future one day in heaven uh, but perhaps it is all of us collectively in our present while we are here on earth so I just want to remind you of a little bit of what John, uh, Jesus said in in uh, chapter 17 of John he prays and he says father glorify your son that your son may glorify you. Now he's praying this on the night before his crucifixion. And what he's 
talking about glorify your son is the crucifixion. It's not the the future in heaven only, but it is the crucifixion, the work that he came to do. Uh, He said, glorify your son in, in this moment as I complete this work that you sent me here to heaven to do. My point here is that the glory of Christ is not only in heaven, but it is in doing the will of the Father that he expresses the, the glory of the Father here on earth. And then he prays on and he says about us, about believers, his disciples, and also the future believers, which is us, he says, I have given them the glory that you gave, gave to me. Uh, and that's a, a present. I've given them here on earth, he's saying, the glory that you gave me. Not something that they would experience later one day in heaven, which they did, but it was also glory that they were experiencing and manifesting here while they were on earth. So I wrote this sentence down, and and as a new understanding of Christ in you, the hope of glory, I asked myself, uh, is this a glory experienced by us and for us one day, or is this a glory expressed by us to win the world and to show God's glory to all who live around the world in the present moment? And I think the answer is yes and yes. I think it is both of those things. It is one day uh, we have this hope of glory in Christ, but I think it is also that in the present day we have this glory of Christ on us that he talks about in John 17. And that glory is to be expressed throughout the world so that people will see and understand the supernatural. They'll see and know God's glory and be drawn to be his followers and be a part of his family so that they can worship uh, his glory, his splendor. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Let's just break it down real quick so make sure we're understanding it. Christ in you, uh, meaning the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit that is given to believers, uh, sets, uh, seals us uh, for that that ultimate glory in heaven, um, the hope of glory. The word hope here should be understood not as a I wish, uh, I hope this works out for me, but it is to be understood as an assurance. Uh, as, as Hebrews says, faith is the assurance of things unseen. That's what this hope is. It is the assurance of the truth that we will be in in God's glory in heaven one day. It is also the assurance that his glory is on us, even though we don't see it, because the supernatural spirit of God lives in us. So our hope is sure, and this hope is in the glory of God to be experienced one day because of the Holy Spirit in our hearts, but also to be expressed every day here as believers. So what's the takeaway here? If the glory of Christ is on us, individually and collectively as the church, then we have the opportunity and the mandate on us for that glory to be seen and shown as we live in the power of the Holy Spirit that will be expressed to the world and they will be drawn to know the God of this glory. Let me pray for us. Father, I thank you for this Kabod, this weighty glory that is on us as your believers, this Shekinah glory that is the glory that is to be seen and understood and uh, 
and experienced. And Father, Lord, let your glory be known through your people, through us who are listening and following and trying to understand your word today. Let that glory be known to the people around us, God. Let us participate in the spread of your glory and the praise of your glory that goes on around this earth. Father, open our eyes to see the opportunities that we have every day to show your glory to someone who does not know you. And for anyone who listens to this podcast, God, let them experience Christ in them, the hope of glory. And I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.